Welcome to the V-Realize Automation Ask an Expert podcast, helping you integrate, streamline, and modernize your digital infrastructure. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to a, another episode. This is episode number two of the V-Realize Automation Ask an Expert podcast series. So very exciting. We, we started this a month ago, and uh, this is something that we're just going to, we're going to be putting out episodes uh, every couple of weeks, and we're going to do this in conjunction with a brand new video series as well called the V-Realize Automation Feature Focus Video Series. And all of this works together. It dovetails nicely. So I'm joined here with my good friend, Chris McClanahan, who sadly has just sprained his ankle really, really badly. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Chris. Yeah, it's, you know what, I'm just a little less mobile, but I can still talk just as, as well as any yeah, time before. Everything's, <laughs> everything's working great. Well, thanks for taking the time to join us. Uh, for, for those who have not heard the previous podcast, which may very well be the case because we've only done a couple of these, uh, what's your title at V-Realize Automation? Sure. So um, I'm, a, I'm considered a group manager of technical marketing, but I lead the technical marketing team around our automation solutions. So V Realize Automation, obviously. So any blogs and things like that came from my team. And, and uh, you know, I dabble in on the keyboards as well myself. So you'll see some interesting blogs from myself, but uh, that's, Very that's nice. really uh, what we do. By the way, we're talking uh, to you via Zoom. Uh, because of the pandemic and everything else. Of course, the quality will improve as the show goes on. So, all right. Well, again, thank you for taking the time to join us in this month's feature-focused video series. We're doing a lot of talk about cloud services and, and cloud and hybrid cloud and all kinds of different things. In fact, the two episodes that we released this month for feature-focus, uh, were they, they, were, they were focused around uh, S3 buckets, using S3 buckets inside of uh, vRealize Automation, and also uh, SQL or SQL services, SQL services inside Azure. And we spent a lot of time talking about this this month. So I think we might want to take a little while here on the podcast and kind of elaborate on that, maybe do a deep dive. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. Okay, here we go. Uh, question number one for you, sir. What does it mean? Let's dive right in at the very beginning. What does it mean to use public cloud services inside of uh, vRealize Automation? Yeah, so great question. Uh, you know, so really, it's interesting to how the evolution of, of kind of this industry has gone, right? And it was all about on-premises and, and managing and automating on-premises. And then the big focus is around hybrid, everybody hybrid this, hybrid that, and then public clouds. And, you know, there's all, there's kind of those three pillars or, or kind of sure. uh, legs of the stool, right? That, right, that right. really make up uh, the, the automation or what you need to be able to do in automation. And so the cool thing is that with vRealize Automation uh, in the new platform, uh, as we've kind of, as I kind of term it, you know, um, it, 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 it it can do all of those. So obviously our bread okay. and butter has been on premises forever, right? vSphere right, and all right, right. that. And then we've yep. got these, these, what we call our VMware cloud, which it's kind of on almost all the hyperscalers now, right? When I say hyper hyperscalers, I mean AWS, Azure, Google. We've got it now for Oracle. Uh, you know, there's one coming out for IBM cloud. So there's this flavor of, of, of vSphere, right, on all these hyperscalers. Okay. And then we've got this public cloud, right? And so when you start to talk about companies that need to be able to really uh, deploy and utilize these resources, you've got to have a platform that be, that's able to, to handle all of it. And, and sure. so- Luckily, vRealize Automation brings that to bear where we can handle on-premises, we can do our version of VMware Cloud on any of the hyperscalers, and then we can bring in these public cloud native services to give you the best of, of, of everything, right? And so that's yeah, really, sure. when we talk about 
cloud services and VRA, that's what we're really talking about. Okay. I want to talk about predefined blueprints because you know what you just said, you make everything sound very, very simple, very, very easy. It's really easy to get, get started and get going with it. Does VRA public cloud services, uh, does that come with predefined blueprints? Yeah, it does, of course, right? So we have this thing called the marketplace. Um, and so you okay. might remember, um, you know, back, uh, I, gosh, I guess it was two years ago, we, we made an acquisition with a, a company called Bitnami. Um, and okay. they brought a, a, a collection of content. Uh, let's call it that, right? And so uh -huh. we married we married a, a bank of cloud templates or blueprints per se uh, with uh, their bank of OVAs uh, and Helm charts and all of these things to bring this marketplace out uh, that's publicly available. And then you can download content directly from uh, the marketplace uh, and, and really almost kind of build anything uh, from a time to value perspective, you know, within mm -hmm. minutes, because a, you can bring in pre-canned, uh, 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 appliances, or we have a, a ton of cloud templates that are out there. So yeah, so there's a bunch that's out there today that utilizes both native public cloud services like the S3 buckets and the Azure SQL services, um, as well as, mm -hmm. you know, any kind of deployment you'd want to do on premises with vSphere and things like that. Okay. So to follow up with that, is that the same for governance? Uh, is it, does the same thing apply there? Yeah. So, you know, the, the great thing, again, with vRealize Automation is, is the governance is built in from the ground up already, right? And so uh, right when, a, when the VI admin starts to configure VRA, they start bringing governance into their environment immediately. And, and mm -hmm. the way that they do that is through uh, cloud accounts where they can define, you know, hey, what targets do I want my consumers to be able to, to point to, wh whether it is AWS or on-premises environments or some, one of our VMware cloud environments, right? And then okay. you can put resource limitations on top of that as a way to, to control capacity, right? And then mm -hmm. we have a built-in placement engine where I can define and say, hey, you know, if somebody selects dev or test or whatnot, I'm going to target a specific type of resource. Maybe it's a specific availability zone in AWS, or it's a specific mm -hmm. cluster inside of, of your on-premises environment, right? So you start to build in some guardrails immediately out of the box when you start to configure VRA. And then obviously getting into the cloud templates and things like that, you utilize that configured governance you built in when configuring and putting the plumbing into the platform to oh, really nice. be able to right, use the cloud templates to target and govern where things should go based on, on user input. So that governance is really built into the platform, which in then turns itself into being available into the cloud templates. Cool. Okay. So talk to me about cloud agnostic then. I mean, you've got, it seems to me that you've got all the bases covered, you know, with the usual suspects, but what about if, if someone's looking for a, a cloud, ag uh, something that's cloud agnostic? Yeah. So I think, you know, VRA brings a, a unique capability. I feel it's unique um, around this cloud agnostic templating. So we actually have a, what we call a cloud agnostic API being, you know, a platform built off of APIs. And what mm -hmm. this allows us to do is, is create this, this call it a universal cloud template um, that can be deployed into any of the clouds that you have plumbed into the environment. So this really becomes a, uh, um, uh, really usable when you start talking about building chunks of infrastructure or application infrastructure in multiple clouds uh, that are identical, right? Okay. And so if I want to expand a, a, an application infrastructure from on-premises 
into, let's say, an AWS environment. You know, you can I could put a hundred different use cases around this. One is, you know, and when we talk about um, retail and things like that, right? You know, I you, mm-hmm, I need mm-hmm. to expand for Christmas time, and you know, we can upload this entire infrastructure from a cloud template, a cloud agnostic template that we deployed mm-hmm. it on in our on-premises environment. And now I could do this in Google or Azure because oh, I wow. can use that that cloud agnostic template to stamp out the exact same infrastructure that I and deployed it's just, in on-prem. And it's just quick and, and easy, right? Just yeah, quick and seamless? Absolutely. We created cloud agnostic objects in the platform. Uh, so then as long as you use a cloud agnostic object when you're building your cloud template, then it's deployable in any of the environments that you've plumbed into the uh, VRA. Beautiful. Okay. So quick and easy. You, you heard me say it. Um, tell me about day two. What does day two look like with VRA public cloud services? That's, that's, you know, when you, when you launch anything, it's always really exciting, but then there's day two, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's really where the rubber hits the road. So talk to me about day two for a minute. Yeah. So day two is, is an interesting, uh, I guess, topic really. Uh, so obviously we, you have so many different resource types when you're talking about the different targets, right? On-premises versus, mm-hmm. you know, public cloud. S3 bucket is its own resource type and the Azure sure. SQL services its own resource type since we, we use those in our demos for the videos. Um, you know, those, every one of those has a different day two operation that goes along with it, you know, whether it's adding Mm -hmm. another instance of a database or, uh, you know, expanding the S3 bucket to another region or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you always have to have those. And so with, you know, I won't say it's every object, but a lot of the objects that we have, we try to build in out of the box uh, day two operations that the users, if you allow them to, again, back to the governance, uh, mm-hmm. can go and, and do day two actions against their resources. Now, and if it's the cool thing about this is if it's not out of the box, we have an easy extensibility framework that allows you to create day two actions um, that then you can assign to any resource type in the platform. And now you can bring in any type of, of resource action that you want, right? So the cool, sure. you know, an, exa- an example of that. Let's say, you know, yes, I want the, my, my user to be able to deploy an Azure SQL service, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, I want them to go through a help now ticket of some sort to, you know, to do any additional actions on that because we like to track it or we like to kind of keep our hands on it. Well, you, you could have a simple day two action, a custom against that object that's been deployed that says, hey, you know, submit ticket to create secondary database or clone that database for mm-hmm. test purposes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can simply do that with a, a day two, a custom day two action against that public cloud resource. Uh, so it gives you, again, a bunch of out of the box day two operations, as well as custom ones to kind of fulfill any any request your customer might need. So basically it's it's in there we got you but in the odd chance that we don't we can get you there very quickly exactly i mean that's that's really yeah uh all right well what advantage does vrealize automation bring to the table when you combine uh cloud agnostic templates vmware cloud and public cloud services like if you put them all together in a big pot uh, what kind of advantages do you get there yeah definitely so uh, you know, kind of going back and let's take the scenario where um, I've got a, a homegrown application and it's, you know, it's a couple tier application or whatever, and you've built a, cl- uh, a cloud agnostic template for it in VRA. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you know, people are familiar with vSphere. So let's say we're going to take that and deploy it into Azure, right? So okay. there's a VM, there's a VMware cloud in Azure, mm-hmm. but 
I also want to use some specific Azure services like the SQL uh, service, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now I can take that cloud template that normally probably ran on on-prem running on vSphere. I can push that cloud template out to Azure and now also use that native cloud service from the hyperscaler to create some uniqueness and some, some really cool IP around my wow. application, right? So I, now I get the benefit of running vSphere you know, in those hyperscalers, mm -hmm. using those hyperscalers native cloud services, uh, but I can do this across any of those clouds that I have in my environment because I'm using that cloud agnostic capability in VRA to really put a shim across all of these public clouds. Oh, but that's still cool. get the Yeah, get the advantage of using those native public cloud services. So when you factor all these pieces in and you've got this simple automation platform sitting on top, and being able mm -hmm. to utilize this stuff, it really creates a powerful platform and a, and a capability for, for your customers. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Okay, well, Chris, thank you for taking a couple of minutes to explain that. I'd like to encourage everyone to go check out our, uh, our vRealize Automation feature-focused videos as well, because this will, you know, as Chris and I are talking about this here, you'll be able to go watch those demos. Uh, Francisco Hernandez did a fantastic job with them. Uh, yeah, shout out to Francisco. Star. Did a Oh, it, yeah. And, and he makes it look so easy that, I mean, even someone with no training can take a look at what he's doing and you can implement all of this stuff very quickly. So, Chris, thanks a lot. Uh, be sure to keep checking back. We'll have another one of our great Ask an Expert podcast episodes coming up with Chris here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, thanks for taking the time to check us out. Yep, thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about what vRealize Automation can do for you, visit the vRealize product website by hitting the link in the description box. 